Hello, welcome to Wasting Time Podcast. I'm Chris, I'm here with Nick. Hi Nick, you alright? You alright? Yeah, I'm alright mate, how are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. A bit tired, but all good. Oh, just the festival hangover, eh? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It, I mean, it has been a week since we've left, so maybe maybe I can't use that excuse still. But yeah, it was a tiring few days. Not just the festival, festival parties, just... back to work after missing work last week. It, yes, exactly, all of that stuff, yeah. Well, the weekend's almost upon upon us. Yeah, yeah. as we record this, it, it is happily, it's Friday afternoon. I'll tell you a little bit about the festival. That's kind of all my news, but before I get into that, did you have any music you've checked out or you've been busy with live stuff? A bit of both, I guess, really, yeah. Mercy Music, new record. Cool. Do, you, do you, you listen to any of that? I don't think we talked about that last week. Apologies, listeners, if we did. Um, yeah, I did I did check that out, actually. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mercy Music are a cool band. I think they've done stuff with Wiretap before. I think this one's out on uh, Spam Records, though. Um, yeah. Uh, were you impressed with it? Yeah, it's all right, yeah. I was quite kind of... I was expecting something a bit more kind of... I don't know, a bit more kind of heavier punk rock, but it's a bit bit more kind of got a, more of a rock and roll vibe, hasn't it? Uh, uh, feel good rock and roll vibe, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit surprised, took me by surprise a little bit, but I've oh, been been enjoying what I've heard, so be spinning that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of our listeners would like that as well. So check out Mercy Music if if you're not familiar with them already. Um, but other than that, no, I've just i still not to bang the drum, but been re- really enjoying that Trophy Eyes record, been keeping that spinning. Oh, um, okay. Oh, so you really just, are just into that. that? Yeah, just want to keep going back to. Yeah. Um, it, more or less, it more reminds me of that Valencia record, which I, from like a subject perspective, because obviously they're both quite sad albums in terms of like their content. Because I think the Trophy Eyes one is mainly around a friend that committed suicide. And oh, okay. Obviously, yeah. that Valencia album was about like the tragic kind of loss of his girlfriend. But just yeah. in terms of like, like, um, just the, the songs and like the tempo and how they're written and stuff. I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's got some similarities for me. Okay. Um, I hadn't made that connection, but that, okay. That old school Valencia one. What about you? That's about all that's that. I mean, that's good going for me to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you've done well, well there. I've been in the office this week, which helps because I get in the office okay. and I yeah. can't be asked to listen to people around me. So like, it's an opportunity to put some music on. Like, got you. you know, so. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nothing, nothing too much. Couple of new songs from Bearings. That's that was all right. I thought Kenny Hoopla's new stuff. I'm not, I'm not really feeling that. Uh, I can't remember if you said you'd listen to his new tracks. You'd listen to one of them. I think you said that you liked, but I think he's had three songs recently. Which oh, right, okay. I have not been vibing with myself, but right. I did like. Yeah, I can't remember what the first one. Sabotage maybe was. Yeah, the, that one. Was, yeah. I yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I can't be asked with it. Nah, not yes. feeling it. Yeah, that's kind of it, really. A little bit of the new um, Pink Spiders album, a little bit. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's it. So, um, 2000 Trees, last week, or back end of last week. Yeah, so... See, you, you, you'll be releasing some stuff soon from like your time there in terms of interviews, but I guess general general summary of how it was, like what yeah. you saw. Like, yeah, yeah. So we went, unfortunately, we weren't able to go for the whole time, but we were there for a, 
a decent chunk of it. We went up on the Wednesday, came home on the Friday. So there, there were some bands performing on the Wednesday night as a kind of like introduction to the festival, whereas like the, the proper official days were Thursday, Friday and Saturday. So we saw the bands Wednesday night and then we were there all of Thursday where we did several interviews, which obviously will be coming out soon. And we we watched a few performances as well that day. And then Friday we left, so we didn't see anything on Friday, sadly. But yeah, it was good. It was good. We were we were treated really well. Good as gold, who who hooked it up for us, looked after us really well, which was good. Um, it was my first time camping at a festival since two thousand and three, so a full twenty years on that one. Really? Why? Why? Why such a gap? I don't know. I did Reading like three or four years in a row at that time, and then I kind of wanted a break from that. And then after a couple of years, I was like, yeah, I'm, I felt like I was too old to really is that what it is yeah i think so i mean it's an, yeah. it's an interesting conversation like and it's like i don't know like it's one of those things at, at our age where you think about festival and you're just like yeah. oh like gotta be around a load of people at different age groups like, like yeah in a field you've got to share like communal facilities and there's obviously yeah. you get older yeah like you're fucking yeah, home luxuries a bit more. But actually, when you get there, though, it's a fucking really good. Do you know what I mean? You have a really good time. You do. But, um... <laughs> yeah, and also, so 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 we we were lucky enough to have backstage camping, but backstage camping what wasn't that different to just normal camping. I guess it was just a bit less busy. You know, you didn't really that. You know, certainly the whole time that we were there, the the loos were in a nice state, and you never really had, you never had to queue for the loos. So. Um, yeah. and you could see at the main camping thing that was a bit more busy so so yeah i guess we we're a bit more comfortable than we would have been um mm. yeah so and but having said that as i said we were there wednesday to friday i was kind of like you know i was loving the festival would have liked to have seen more of the bands and spent more time with the people we met but i was happy to be going home to home comforts after two nights like that you know i'm not sure if yeah. you've done four nights <laughs> yeah yeah, fair enough. You are, you know, boy from the big city as well. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a very cool festival, though. Uh, lovely setting. So it's in the countryside just outside of uh, Cheltenham. Mm -hmm. And it just has really cool vibes about it, definitely. And, you know, you can kind of it. You can take your booze like into the main arena and stuff, which, oh, you know, okay. I don't remember being a thing at other festivals. And they just, you know, they kind of, it's really cool the way they go about it. They say, look, you can take booze into the main arena, but, you know, kind of do us a favor and can you please buy a couple while you're in there, you know, because it supports us right. and you you feel obliged to do that and you're very happy to do it. And you don't want to, I mean, you don't want to be carrying around a fucking creative, creative cans. Well, exactly. You know, exactly. Like... And also they had, you know, like a purity um, brewery had, had, um, had a few, uh, stalls there so i like their beer so i was happy to happy to pay for that it was good yeah so the bands we saw we saw what did we see on wednesday night we saw holding absence who were like a welsh kind of emo band who were fine not really not really my vibe but we saw bob villain who there's just lots of hype about at the minute and that was very entertaining yeah, yeah i saw they're on um they're like headline and rebellion festival like, yeah that doesn't surprise me yeah, yeah, lots of people went to watch them on the main stage. So, so they played the Wednesday night on a smaller stage, which is what we watched. And they were playing the main stage on Thursday, which we didn't see because we were interviewing people. But lots of people were 
very keen to watch their set on the main stage. So on the Thursday, we we I kind of arranged the interview so we were able to watch the Wonder Years set, which I was very happy we did because it was great. We also watched Dan Campbell do his solo Aaron West stuff a bit earlier in the day. That was fun. And and then we watched we watched Bad Nerves, who were seriously impressive. I think right. you know, Greg said afterwards, like you felt like you were watching something special there. And I agree with him. Like there's a lot of hype around those guys at the minute, and you can kind of see why. Right. Um, yeah. Bring just, the energy. Definitely, definitely. Um, we watched the Bronx after that, and that was kind of us done. Nice. It's funny we were we we caught up with the uh, grade two boys because they were there, um, they were there basically to support Leo in reminders who who were playing, uh, so we all watched Bad Nerves together and it was good to catch up with those boys. But like they were they were going for it like they were gonna watch some more bands then do the silent disco and stuff and whereas we were just like yeah we're gonna watch the Bronx and go to bed you know but I think. Those boys are in their mid twenties, so you know, yeah, fair play for them. Where was Sid? What was his excuse? He wasn't doing some sort of Indian Indian film or anything. Like... <laughs> uh, I think I believe uh, Sid was in the states. I think because so, his girlfriend lives out in California, so I think he really? was out. I think he was out spending time with her. So it was, right. um, yeah, it was just uh, Jacob and Jack and Pat. Do you know Paddy? Their merch, their merch guy who travels with them everywhere. Briefly, yeah, yeah, did me. In Hamburg, yeah. Who's an awesome guy? Um, yeah. So it was, it was those three. Yeah. So we had had a good time. I'll not I'll not go into who we spoke to, who we officially spoke to for the podcast just yet, because I think it'd be just nice to release that as you know, and people can find out when that comes out. Although, if you look at our Instagram, you'll you'll see some pictures of me and Greg with with some artists who it's clearly after an interview so you know if you want to do some digging you can find that out quite easily i guess but i'll not say much more about that nice. right now look forward, to, look forward to hearing it yeah or seeing it some some video some video yeah yeah well. yeah we filmed we filmed it all so yeah we'll definitely i'll do some proper videos of that instead of just the usual short clips that we that we do of the podcasts cool. um but yeah we'll leave that for now and um Let's get into today's guest. Uh, so this was, was a couple of weeks back. I spoke to some of the guys from Beauty School Dropout who were kind of exploding. They've been opening for Blink. They've been they did download. They're doing big tours everywhere. And it, it's kind of, I guess it's it, it all comes out of um, them working with Mark Hoppus and Pete Wentz because both those guys basically signed them and and have been championing championing them ever since and so i was really curious to to hear more about them and here's my chat with them am i coming through on this okay can you guys hear me okay yeah, right here. we're just in a, in a van in switzerland yeah nice now we crossed the border yeah i was just about to ask where you were so and what were you on the 23rd so you played you're in was your last show in germany like two days ago our last show was actually a headline show in Zurich. You, so you booked like a couple of headline shows outside of because you be, you're out there with Stand Atlantic at the minute, right? Yeah. yeah. So we we got off the Maggie Lindemann tour and then we hopped on the Stand Atlantic tour, and yeah. in between all of that, we've been doing headline shows on our off days and festivals and festivals and fitting in everything we possibly can. Bestie Wendy. They're really they're really wrenching the towel on this one. I mean, it is insane what you guys have been doing the last couple of months. Obviously, when I talk about 
talk about some of that. Do you know roughly how how long you guys have? Just so I have an idea how to, you know, what to... As long as you need. Yeah, plenty of time. I, just on the road right now. I'm sorry in advance if we lose you for a second just because service is a little spotty, but we have a Wi-Fi sure. router as well. So if it drops in and out, we'll uh, hop over between service and Wi-Fi or... Okay. Um, I do think we're trying to find a spot to stop that has good service. So hopefully we'll get there before it drops out. But cool. I'm with you. I appreciate that. I have two questions. Is this being videoed? Yes, it is. I've, yes. Videoed? Awesome. Second, can we swear? It is being videoed, but this will mainly be released just audio. I just throw up a couple of clips here and there on social media. And yes, you can absolutely swear. Fuck yeah. <laughs> gotta make sure yeah exactly so yeah before so i was just gonna right off the bat ask a couple of questions about the shows in the last few days but before i do that i i'm being rude i haven't introduced myself my name's chris i'm based um I'm about 25 minutes southwest of london so i'm kind of almost yeah. in the suburb area of london um yeah like do you, do you guys want to introduce yourselves to me absolutely we are beauty school dropout Howdy. Yeah, I'm Coley. I'm Peepus. I'm Bardo. And we're Beauty School Dropout. <laughs> and it is great to meet you guys. And I really appreciate you doing this show. Of course. You as well. Thanks for taking the time. Of course. Um, so th- so these headline shows that you've been doing in, betwi- in between the dates when, you know, you've been doing between the festivals and the Stand Atlantic dates, what have you. How how, how have the headline shows been? Have, have the uh, have people shown up for them? Like... Because I know there's a lot yeah. of hype around you guys, so I just want to make sure it's it's spread around Europe properly. Yeah, I mean, the the cool thing is, A, this is our first time in Europe, besides yep. the UK. Last year we did Reading and Leeds, um, yes. and a headline show, as well as a show at St. Atlantic. So, I mean, uh, Stag Dress. And so it was kind of testing new waters, and obviously we're still a new band, but every single show, we keep finding out we have committed fans yeah. in the most random cities ever. We played a headline show in Guildford. We played a show in Liverpool. We played mm-hmm. a headline show in Zurich and all these like small areas. And we just had zero expectations. And every single time we've been blown out of the water that we have, we have fans we there. Have fans there. There's protesters outside. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's a whole, it's a whole spectrum. I think the craziest part of it is that like most of those people who are coming out are actually traveling to those cities from elsewhere. Like there was literally oh, wow. a couple we headlined in Zurich last night and yeah. there was a couple who had been there from like Toronto. And then there was another group of like literally 15 people that came from Germany who saw us at a festival like the week before. Uh, so it's, it's really cool. It's a really cool affirmation to be able to see the conversion in real time and like to play a show one week in the next week, see just how many people are so excited off the first trip that they're like, okay, I have to come yeah. back for more. It's also oh, fun for us too, because in the States, obviously our audience is a lot bigger. We're from there and we've done a lot more touring in the States. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. starting over from square one in terms of like building the audience out in Europe. And it's yeah. rad to get to do small little things that we wouldn't normally get to do. Like last night in Zurich, we decided fuck it we're gonna play in the middle of the crowd so there wasn't we didn't ever go on stage we just put the drums in the middle of the, in the room and we sat up all around it and just had wow. the crowd surround us and we played in the yeah, middle yeah. what kind of cat venue was this it was, like a hundred, it was like a tiny little venue oh nice it, okay yeah it was amazing it was like the third show they've ever actually done in that venue and yeah. <laughs> they were just like what the fuck are you guys doing and it was pretty awesome but it, 
well, shit like that is so cool for us because a we don't really get to do that very often and it's a cool yeah. experience to get to share with the fans who then in turn are like wow i can't believe i got to see that before these guys are big you know yeah yeah and particularly you know because obviously as you say you guys are very big in other places you know obviously the shows you were doing in the states before you came over here so that's cool for those fans in zurich saying hey i saw them in this this environment that's very yeah cool. of course and then the u.s fans are already on twitter all pissed off that yeah, they're like what that's the, the fuck? that's the funny thing it's become controversial like especially because we played uh like we've been opening most of these sets that we've played over the last four months right so when we yeah. headline obviously we get more time to play more yeah, songs. We could do whatever we want. We could play four hours if we wanted to. <laughs> right, but people on Twitter right. back home are hitting us up being like, oh my God, I cannot believe you <laughs> threw like this song X, Y, and Z in the set list when we weren't there. Like it's our like, earliest song ever or just like these deep cuts. And it's like, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's also fun for us. Like last night we had to like relearn these songs that we haven't played in like a year. Right, okay. <laughs> we just yeah, tossed yeah. them in the set. Did they come, they awesome. come out okay? Surprisingly, it's actually totally fine. Nice, yeah, nice. I think I got the fly. <laughs> There's a fly <laughs> flying around here, and we've been trying just, to subtly catch it. I think I just killed it in my shoe. Oh, no, it's still there. Uh, <laughs> I slapped it. I got it. <laughs> Anyways. At least it's not a wasp, so. Um, As, yeah. Are you, so you, you've got a festival in Milan in a few days. You've got some shows. Are you doing shows most days in between then? You've got some more the headline la- shows. Last show. This is actually our last show. We're, um, is in Milan, yeah. We're traveling there right now we have two days off which oh, is okay a beautiful thing for us yeah. we've been on tour since february um so this is going to be a nice little like vacation aspect to our the end of our european tour how was um obviously you did downloads the other week what was that like that was the experience of that oh it's hot and sweaty and moist oh yeah very moist it was mm-hmm. it was so sick too just because like we love European festivals. Yeah, um, yeah. We had such a great time at Reading and Leeds last year. And I think the the way that crowds interact over here versus the US, not I, I love the US too, but um there's just like this acceptance a little bit faster. Yeah. Um yeah. to just get in the mode to mosh and enjoy the energy versus like need to know the songs. Yeah, download was yeah. super sick because obviously it's such a big rock festival like very famous and very important rock festival and i think we just felt very honored to be there yeah down and, low 20 yeah and, and and to get to be there and arguably be one of the softest bands on the lineup was really cool <laughs> right and right, i think yeah, we yeah. actually love we love that because we th- find it a, a kind of a, a bit of a challenge we always want to be either the, so- the softest band in the lineup or the hardest band on the pop lineup you know what i mean and right, okay. i think it's a fun okay. It's fun to be the black sheep in those situations because we had a really full tent and like a lot of people showed up to see our set. And I think we delivered a pretty cool punk show for them playing just our little pop song, you know? So yeah. I literally walked out on stage and I was like screaming at the beginning of our set. I was like, we might be the softest band on this lineup. But I don't fucking care. I want to see you mosh. I want to see you dance. And you better fucking. <laughs> It was it was pretty funny. It's like almost intimidating to like where we got there. We went to see our friends um, static dress and they're a yeah. sick fucking band. And we, the first thing we did, we got to the festival and they were on. So we ran over to their stage to watch and like they have a dude on a cross on their yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, fuck. 
we gotta we, we gotta go really hard today yeah, like <laughs> two circle pits going and we're like all right this is this is what our day entails make people mosh to uh we made plans in god life you say they're good friends of yours did, did you mention you played some shows with them outside of reading and leeds last summer was that kind of like how your relationship with them came about the underworld in camden weirdly enough it's like great venue Ollie, their singer, like a year and a half ago, just DM'd me and just we just kind of like started chatting on the Internet. I'm like, damn, this dude's pretty fucking cute. And also he has a great style. So I'm like, <laughs> let's fucking let's talk it up. And so we started talking about um, doing some shows together. And then it all kind of came to be when we came out for writing leads. And then it was rad. They're just honestly, he's such a visionary. And like their whole setup is just really cool and really kind dudes, like super, super kind um and so we just have always supported them and they really support us and it's cool it's fun to have like our like british counterparts you know what i mean yes. yeah yeah of course but um obviously the last few weeks you've been touring with with some aussies how, how how's it been with stand atlantic were you a fan of that band before oh we, we love them they're so cool not only are they like great musicians but and they write fun ass songs but they're also just the dopest nicest people ever that the, the yeah. tour was yeah, legendary. The whole crew, amazing. And the band that played before us, Red Hook, they're also from Australia. So yeah. we were the, the token Americans on the Australian tour in Europe. It was really <laughs> cool, actually. And so it was just like so cool. There was so much good camaraderie, so much good That's cool. vibes the whole entire time. I'm actually sad that we didn't get more time to all just like hang out. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of moving around and we're all on like different schedules and different festivals in between the shows. So but they're they're great. They're actually going to be in L.A. What next month? They, they get back the same the day after we get back. Oh yeah, so we're going to try to kick in L.A. on our turf okay. with okay. our accents. Okay, there you no. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was um I was at a, a hopeless records thing the other week, and they were at that. But I just I wanted to talk to them, you know, try and get them on the show and stuff. But they just had people around them all the time, so I never got the chance. But that's cool to hear that they're cool people. Yeah, super super good. Next time you see them, go talk to them. They're so cool. Yeah, no, I'll I'll force my way in there next time because uh, I really like their last album as well. Yeah, it's really good. Can I can I just jump back to the start a little bit, guys? Like, so you know, just and you guys haven't been beauty school dropout hasn't been a thing for that long. Is, is that right? It's about four years. You guys been going now coming up on four years. Yeah, and that is foul to think about. But it's also so interesting because it feels even like less than that in some weird right. way because we started right before. We started in 2019, yeah, and then as we were gearing up to do our first show, yeah, which was South by Southwest. Oh, I know what's coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And thank God it did happen that way because we were not ready. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. It kind of like put the brakes on everything and allowed us to kind of master our craft by force, almost like in a yeah. different way so we tackled the writing side we tackled the vision side we tackled everything on the back end so that way when it was time in 2021 to start playing shows we were like very clear-headed on what we wanted everything to look like sound like and be perceived as on like a visceral level versus just being on the internet like because you never know how it could have gone had, had the pandemic not happened like you guys you know if, if you yeah who knows we could have been selling out Wembley already oh that's true yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so you're LA based are you guys all from Southern California originally or did you kind of come to LA to kind of 
embark on music? What, what What's the background of the three of you? I'm from San Diego, and then Beepus is from Tucson. He's from Cal Poly Slow. Yes, yeah, Cal Poly Slow. Oh, yeah, I always say Cal Poly Slow because that's how I know it. It's Cal Poly Slow. No, it's, it's San Luis Obispo, but I call it Cal Poly Slow. Rolls off the tongue. And Mike, yeah. Where do you? It's what? Is it just the Jose Barrio? Where's the actual San Jose? What's the actual city? I'm, I'm the only one not from yeah. California. Right. Okay. Okay. Oh. I mean, two so two songs. You have one percent less respect. Yeah, so, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it seems reasonable. And I, yeah, at least fair. Tucson, it's not by American geography standards. At least it's not that far away. If you're going by UK geography standards, then yeah, you're yeah, basically he's, he's like in country. Germany, basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. You had to go through border control just to get to fucking California. Yeah, they actually do have. That's in Arizona. It, does it have one of the weird states where you have to go through like a border crossing to go from Arizona. To California, where it's like right. the rest of the U.S. isn't like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So weird. That myself. It, it is a bit strange putting the, in perspective how much traveling we've done over here, and like country to country to country, and like accidentally ending up in Switzerland because we took a wrong turn, and then we're like in the states. It's like you don't have that, you know. You, yeah. you don't you don't accidentally end up in Mexico or Canada. Right. <laughs> you know I mean, things all okay at the you know don't have to get into this too much, but with things okay at the Swiss border because sometimes the bands that can be a pain because it's not technically in the EU. Well, like UK isn't now, but I like understand. there's so much pay. Like I manage a band and there's so much paperwork around playing shows in oh, Switzerland yeah. and it's a ball like so I'm glad if you guys didn't have shit with that we, we were very fortunate to not run into any of those issues all of our Excellent. issues that we ran into were uh leaving the UK and no, really? no coming back to the UK and the Czech oh, Republic okay. and Germany oh yeah and the Czech Republic this is okay. a good story this is a good story uh when we were leaving the Czech Republic to go over to Germany we get pulled over and yeah. the car the cop car pulls out in front of us and it says follow us and we follow this cop car for like five minutes into the okay. wilderness area it we it felt like we were going to get killed i thought we made a mistake and weren't supposed to be following it at a certain point i'm like yeah. and then they pull us up to like this like firehouse slash like police department and they ha- make us get out of the car they x-ray our vehicle check our passports check our passports Ask us yeah. like do you have some drugs in here are you guys doing drugs and we're like no yeah do you do drugs <laughs> we're yeah. like, the only thing we didn't get a cavity search unfortunately um, um but we're close we're trying to we asked for it yeah um, give it to maybe us. next and then, time eh? yeah. yeah maybe next time and then we so that was like a 25 minute ordeal and then we leave that and literally kid you not three minutes three minutes not even we get pulled over again and we're like what we literally just got pulled over apparently we crossed the border and german police pulled us over to do damn near the same thing just a little less scary and a little less aggressive but they like (laughs) got our passports they're like who are you what are you doing and i was like damn we need to not be doing this in a white van that's unmarked because it must look really suspicious right at least it was all good in the end but that is very random to happen just like three minutes later in the next country yeah it's crazy yeah so sorry going back to what i was saying so okay mostly from california partly from yes. Arizona prior to to this forming in 2019 so we're two two of you in the band called strange faces three of us were yeah I joined oh, three of last you. uh Cole and Mike were both in strange faces and I joined in at the very end of that project before it disbanded okay. 
how long did that project last for? Six months. Or how oh, long okay. were you? <laughs> how long? You guys were in it for like what two years? Six months. Really? Did I oh, do okay. it for like wait? We, we basically, well, I mean, I joined, I basically dropped out of school. We wrote for mm, October through January, went on tour in February, March through May, wrote an EP that just didn't come out. And then the whole year after that was kind of this like, oh, we can make it work. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that's why I say six months. I mean, technically, yeah, I guess a year and a half so but in that last half there was a lot of like I think us really just discovering where we really wanted to go with our own musical careers which I think ultimately led to like I mean fortunately enough led to Beepus and I meeting uh which was how we got so close and then he ended up moving back to to Tucson for like a year because at that point it was like already working with stuff on uh or working with Mike on stuff like working with other yeah. producers and at that point i was like beepus like you need to move out here and work on music with us like this is you are soulmate and so that was quite literally i wasn't i to be honest didn't know what to expect because you did move back to tucson i was like fuck we lost him like that's never he's never coming back but uh he literally went home saved up and came back i told you a year and i did it in 11 months i know it was crazy it's actually pretty wild to see that <laughs> that progression happen because when you left i was like Fuck and I'm like, oh yeah, because I met him in San Diego. And so I was living there and I was like, I bet this isn't for me. Well, I was living in Oceanside, California, which is not exactly San Diego. It's it's mm-hmm. it's the the lesser cool of San Diego. Mike was right. a funny story too, because we we essentially had probably like six weeks before we were supposed to go on that Strange Faces tour. We needed yeah. a drummer. We didn't have a drummer. And we put a Craigslist ad out and found each other. Uh, and he essentially needed a lockout space. So we kind of <laughs> taking advantage of the upside of the situation. But lo and behold, we just became best friends. And now we're all here in a van in Switzerland. Well, uh, Italy. Italy. <laughs> yeah, now Italy. Italy now. <laughs> Welcome to yeah, How many minutes ago we were in a van in Switzerland? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed the Wi-Fi has been so... Con- I'm tempting fate by saying that now. I'm just saying, this is the best it's worked this entire fucking you know what? <laughs> We're on my service. Oh, that's why we're not on Wi-Fi. Would you at all be offended if I uh, pee in this bottle? Off- <laughs> off- off- <laughs> it won't be. It won't be on camera. Go for it. I don't think we. we, we yeah, exactly. We've been doing this show for since 2015. I don't think anyone has taken the piss literally whilst being on it. So hey, wait, hold I'm on. It's time for everything. To- Yo, let me call my stunt double real quick. Oh, he's coming. Come on, oh, yeah. Give me a quick swap out. Stunt double. This is the Coley stunt double. Looks right. just like him. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> <Hey>, mate. <laughs> I'm good. How this are you? This is our counterpart. This is our tech stone. Yeah, man. I'm not too bad. Thank you. Just filling in whilst he's taking a weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where are you from? I'm from London, bro. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Where, whereabouts? Yeah, north. So, end of the Northern Line, High Barnet. So okay. I couldn't right, yeah. really be further away from you in London. Yeah, yeah. I mean, opposites. Yeah, I mean, London's a stretch for me at this point. I'm in Walton on Thames. I'm near Kingston, basically. Okay, fair enough. That's a nice part of the world, though. Uh, Kingston's got a good scene as well. You guys would have been vague was further out, but when you played Guildford, that's not that like far from where. I am. Yeah, we did play a show in London. We played O2 Islington. Yeah, was that with uh, Maggie um, Linderman? Yeah. 
and that was honestly still one of my favorite shows of this tour we we absolutely just love london it is like one of our favorite places on earth strange faces was that was that like a similar kind of vibe the music you were doing before it morphed a little bit more like a little bit more indie rock like alternative indie rock it it had a softer feel to it yeah um like the how do you describe it like our front man at the time was very influenced by like the national that's what it's called national yeah and then like yeah, the neighborhood yeah. And stuff like that yeah. so it was i think it was definitely like more involved with the sound that was relevant at the time um but also still super good i still listen to our ep sometimes and think if it came out now it would do great okay interesting okay yeah maybe there will be a reunion someday and like what so when the band in its current in its current version forms what you know what did you want to sound like did you conscious did you consciously like have a sound like we say we like these are going to be our influences or did it just kind of organically materialize the sound there's kind of this like i mean since the jump we've always had this mindset of like constant contrast uh and there was always this innate uh habit i guess to lean into a more pop sensical equation of writing if you will but like I think with that we always wanted to pair it with the heavy rock stuff and especially in the live shows which I think we're doing great at now is like this yeah. thing of like okay how do we turn a pop song into the most banger rock set possible uh okay. and and so I think ultimately like we see no boundaries sonically we're gonna do whatever we want whenever we want but the through line is that no matter how pop or funk or hardcore or whatever genre we decide to tap into for that track it will always be performed in a stellar rock manner when you come see it live so obviously the pandemic kind of held things up and then it was like 2021 say again sorry he said more like a band demic (laughs) (laughs) oh can't believe no one's made that pun before the amount of times talked about the bloody pandemic on this show first one's free (laughs) um yeah tell me about like so that coming to an end what how did you kind of regroup and what were the first shows you guys started playing so we played our first show almost like it's actually just been a a few weeks past two year mark and our first show was inside of our friend's vintage clothing store and Mm -hmm. so we cleared out the bottom floor moved out all the clothes that were in there and threw a party that was definitely before the restrictions were lifted to throw parties and so kids were just ready to like rage and this was also like as like rock was becoming relevant i would say again Mm -hmm. yeah and so it was like a perfect storm like every show we were playing basically one every two months after that we were just throwing free concerts in la and we're branding them as parties and every single time they would be packed to the brim we'd have lines outside and they just kept getting bigger and bigger and the storm just kept circling around us we were playing like clubs we were playing our friends bars we were playing anywhere we could yeah and it just like was starting this scene that was like around us and by we also all write and produce for other artists too and so all of our friends that are in our world too we were just like it became like a scene that was like really happening in la which is still happening we're just been gone on tour for so long but 
it was cool to have it that kind of come out of the pandemic. Oh, I and I think it really like slingshotted us into where we're at now. How did it go from that to like the likes of Mark Hoppus and Wentz with their verse wire thing taking a lot of, a lot of things? Did they kind of, was there a link to them from this kind of scene that you're, you're talking about that you almost kind of had a hand in creating? Actually, I could get this one too. It was, it, I think they actually, so basically the way that happened was basically a, a year after that happened, uh, these two ran into Sherry Sadie, which is the CEO yeah. of our label, and yeah. they met Miss at a bar in yeah. in LA nice and, guy nice guy yeah and started chatting and she had known our manager Nick already and so there was that pre-built connection okay and she was starting the label sorry to cut in were you guys aware yeah. of who she was because wasn't she at Veeps or something no. before that we, yeah she she, she Veeps, was we didn't we have no fucking idea who she was I right. sat at this bar like I got this fucking idea I'm like what and she's like I want to put bands together and do shit with them and fucking Venture funding and yeehaw shit. I'm like, looking, I'm like, what are you fucking talking about right now? I have no idea who this lady was. And I heard, I'm like, girl, what? What is this? I'm like, it's not because in LA you get pitched so many crazy ideas all the time. And you're like, okay, yeah. well, it's everything after the idea that actually matters. So I'm like, I thought this was, she was just kind of like this nutty lady that had, like, who are you? Like, and then, then we've had a follow up meeting with her like the next week. And she's like, listen, I'm serious about this thing. And I have the wheat beans to do it. And still, I think we're all kind of like, all right, well, what, what's next? Because we like, had said no to a million shitty record deals at this point. Oh, yeah. At this point, we're kind of jaded, to, to be honest, to the whole, yeah. like, label situation. Everyone at that point was like, yeah, I want to be a fucking label. Let me, you know, give you a high five and a fucking, you know. Shitty deal. Yeah, <laughs> shitty deal. And you're like, yeah, thanks, dude. Yeah. And, I, and we're like, it's going to be another one of those situations. And then. We had a meeting about it and we're still a little weary, like, okay, we're like, we need to see you live. And then they came and saw us play at the Bardo during uh it was Emo Night's seven year anniversary. And we yeah. had like Jason from Fever 333 came and guest performed. Literally, imagine someone crowd surfing in a room of like a hundred people and just like right. stomping on people while screaming at them. Yeah, it was awesome. It was crazy. And they were just like, cool, solvable. I think also the part that sold us was that she had brought Mark. And Pete Wentz yep. onto the label with her. But she delivered. We're like, and she's like, yeah, they're my partners. And we got lunch with Mark, which was crazy. And then we got yeah. lunch with Pete, which was crazy. And they were super interested. And the, as the story goes, they both got sent emails with like 30 bands on the email. And they're like, she's like, which bands do you like? And they both only responded Beauty School Dropout. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. So story. that was right. It was pretty it was, legendary. It was when we sat down for lunch with Mark, I think, when I was like, "Oh, she's not kidding. She's actually going to do this thing," and it was crazy. And it's hard to say no when, like, you're my two idols, at least specifically growing up, and I know like heavily influenced both them, like, are like interested in you and like yeah. giving you advice off the jump and wanting to work with you, and that's just like, what was it like? those first lunches with them both like we, did you keep your cool or were you like too starstruck and like like a bit nervous or were you just like did they make you feel relaxed straight away i think at this point we've met enough people we always keep our cool it's kind of like it's until a- after at least and then we're like oh. yeah you're like yeah, that was crazy i think it's one of those things too it's like you do something for long enough and you put in enough work and it's like 
1% every day becomes a big thing. And then yeah. by the end of it, you're just, it doesn't even feel like crazy anymore because like you feel like you've earned your seat at the table at that point. You're like, yeah, of course we should be here because we've like put in work to get here. I definitely mm-hmm. freaked out though when we left. <laughs> it's pretty surreal. It was definitely surreal. But then at this point, now at this point too, it's just kind of like, I actually catch myself thinking about things that I'm like, wait, why am I not freaking out about this? This is fucking crazy. We're like, when I was 12, I'm in these weird situations that I'm like, damn, like I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing when I was 12. But then I'm like, right. You just, you find yourself here after so many years and you're like, Oh, I should, I don't want to take this for granted. You have to catch yourself in those moments, you know? Yeah. yeah Stop and sure. smell the rosebuds. Yeah. <laughs> and how was, um, obviously you did blink dates quite recently. What was that? Oh yeah. The fuck was that like? Smooth. That, it's is that really cool. cool. Uh, it's very different compared to everything that we had done prior to that, just because a, that was our first time, like really having a tech on tour with like professional expertise and B being in venues of that capacity. I mean, to put in perspective, we basically did a headliner in November last year that were two to 300 caps followed by a tour that was about 800 to 1500 caps followed by a tour, the blink tour, which was. 20 to 25,000 caps. That's uh, so, like, quite, quite the leap, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially to within like eight months, you know? So Man. to go yeah. leap drastically so far into that, I think was pretty cool. Um, but also very different in the way that like, there is such a separation from the crowd and the audience. And, and obviously we're first to three. So we're also having to then persuade Blink and Turnstile fans why we're the shit. Uh, yeah. which is like so cool and such a fun challenge, but very different in the way that like even our show that we played last night in Switzerland, it's like that was the smallest show we've played in the last four months, but by far it was probably the coolest experience we've had because it was so intimate and so special yeah. to all the people involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's all like, you know, they're all different playing fields, really. It gave us a taste of our end goal or not even our end goal, but yeah, like Madison Square Garden, like, now we want to go sell out Madison Square Garden. How do we make Madison Square yeah. Garden feel like that Switzerland show? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's a good show. No barrier, like no logs. Yeah. <laughs> and no well, security. Um, <laughs> how were you at winning though for the Turnstile fans and the Blink fans? Do you think you were mostly pretty successful with that? Super. Yeah. I think we got a really good conversion. A couple people hated us on Reddit, which was awesome. We actually liked the hate. Um, <laughs> especially when they're coming from when it's coming from dads that like don't like anything that's new that's my yeah. favorite type of human we got called like what like rich la kids and yeah. we're like if only you knew how broke we were we are um yeah <laughs> and like it, it's just like, it's it's funny to hear what everyone's like opinions are but on an overall aspect like it's actually kind of it was cool playing for that demographic because they're so respectful for the most part like after the show, they're just like come yeah. up and shake our hand and say, wow, we really enjoyed your set. And it's just like, and they actually had like real substantial compliments, which is like different than what we had been used to, which the other side of it is also fun. Screaming girl fans are so fun. It gives you like an adrenaline rush in its own yeah. right, but it's like a cool juxtaposition to have played for both demographics in such a short amount of time. I favorite is the, the uh 
man, I never like your type of music, but I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so what 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 is the plans for for the rest of the year? What have you got? Um, you're going to record any more music before the year's out? And on that, oh, yeah. I mean, whether you are yeah. or you're not, uh, uh, do you have any producers you would you know you're keen to work with or dream producers? Tons of music on its way. Two questions. Okay. Oh no, you're right. good. Yeah, tons, tons of music on the way. Uh, unofficially, officially, we are releasing a body of work later this year. To be determined when. Uh, mm-hmm. We got the next single coming out in about a month called "Beautiful Waste." And as far as producers too, we produce most of our music um, ourselves, but we do we work with Andrew Goldstein. Um, yeah, he just did the next one that we're dropping, and Big I man. think. Yeah, we love him. We did Almost Famous, the one featuring Mark Hoppus with him as well. Yeah. Um, and then we have our our dream list. Trying to get some dank features. Yeah. Honestly, we should all we can all manifest that right now in this little Zoom. Yeah. Where as Go Beauty on. School Dropout, gonna get some dank features before the end of this year. We're gonna feature. We're gonna Drake. feature Drake, Trizzy Drake, Skrillex, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly, and Bring Me the Horizon, and Ethel Kane. Mm, Ethel Kane for sure. I yeah. think that's a good that's a yeah. good short list. There we go. Oh, in turnstile. Right, we yeah. want we want Skrillex to produce an entire album for us. Yeah, that's our dream producer to work with. As like we want him to do his rock stuff with us, you know? We yeah, know yeah, he's yeah. still got it in him. You get a very interesting sound out of him these days, consciously trying to do some rock stuff as well. Oh yeah. That's that's definitely an end goal. I love to hear you guys do some stuff with Savini. You haven't done any stuff with Savini, have you, Zach Savini? No, but we know him, and he's just booked. He's he's down <laughs> to. We've talked about it. He's he's very keen on it. But yeah, I can imagine he's very booked up these days. Guys, I've got I've just got like a few quick fire questions, and then we can we can probably uh, we'll probably wrap this up. But this has been really cool. Thanks so much for doing this. Of course, thank you. Have you got plans to be back over this way anytime soon? I know you've literally just come from here. The 26th, we'll be there. No, here. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Like well, we, we, we come back to London to fly out of London, but uh, we oh, are yeah, yeah, yeah. waiting to hear back on a few potential tours that we're shooting for. Obviously, it's to the bigger band's discretion whether or not those will land, but yeah. yes, we have every intention of being back here as soon as possible. We'll be back nice. before 365 days have passed. Excellent. Yes. Who is uh, the, who are some of the dream tours for you at the minute? I know I know obviously you've just done an insanely big one with Blink, but like who are some other names on your list? Honestly, hopping back on with Blink would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Bring me is a huge one for me personally. I think all of us really. Yeah. Did also, you did you do sorry. Uh, sorry to cut in again? Did you do download a different day to the day they were doing this year? Yeah, the day after. Yeah, yeah, okay. We've seen them okay. before. We've seen them in LA, but it'd be really fun yeah. to see them here in, 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 in and obviously in Europe. with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bardo wants us to tour with Skrillex. I would love to tour with man. Who uh, who else? Justin Bieber would be so sick. Oh, Post, Post Malone. Post Malone would be yeah, fucking yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it would work too. I really think that work. I'm not saying that Bieber wouldn't work, but like Post Malone, like. Makes Bieber more sense, I think. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you could plan that, I mean, come on. Trying to think of some other like, who is it? There's this one girl who's popping off right now. Um, a little bit different lane, but Lola Young. 
her stuff is also yeah, really crazy know. i don't know how well fitting of a tour would be but like just off of that one song uh don't hate me i i love her music it's so sick well what are some of the like alternative modern younger bands and artists that have impressed you guys recently any any ones that stood out in particular thanks so much dang oh yeah thanks so oh yeah that'd be a sick tour thanks thank so much it's yeah. crazy he's sick um Ola young we i've had an uh, obsession with this dude named Knox. i think he's just like such a dope songwriter um let's see let's see who else is static dress would be another person i would want to tour with oh, again yeah. because oh, yeah, yeah. That's the camaraderie would just be insane. Oh, Kid Brunswick is a sick artist who's on the come up uh, in the UK as well, if you're familiar. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. Kid Capici, yes. Oh. oh, fuck, yeah. That would be a great tour, too. Oh, God. There's so many artists that we're, like, surrounded by constantly that it's it's hard mm-hmm. to think off the top. But those are definitely, I think, some of the top picks right now for people on the come up who are what, worth checking out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, some good channels there. That's cool. Okay, yeah, so I'm just going to, give you some quick fire questions now if that's cool and then we then i'll uh let you guys carry on with your journey um this is one i like to ask everyone these days so i'm gonna give you give you three previous guests we've had on this show and you can only keep the music of one of one of those guests okay let me just who should i go for okay i'm gonna fire at you some 41 the main Newfound Glory. Can I keep the music of one of them? I would keep some 41 too. We just saw them live. I've never seen them live before. We play, We just opened for them. I that saw really that. Cool. How was that? Oh, their crowd was insane. I have never seen people go that crazy like up on the front barricade. It was nuts. Also, definitely one of the kindest group of guys we've ever met. Yeah, super, super very, very nice down to earth people. It was really cool. Yeah, that was yeah, we, amazing. We had a day, it was Dave Brown who was on our show, and like we still still talk to him now. He was such a such a great guy. I had a great conversation with Tom about bird watching. And, uh, you like, he was, <laughs> are you into your bird watching? Well, I love pigeons. <laughs> oh, well, not that's giving. that's not difficult to spot in Europe. Yeah, they're like confetti dubs. But he still tries for his hardest. Yeah. I, like, look, everybody. Yeah, but he was like one of the first people to really hear me out on that vision. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, that really resonated with me. Yes. And Dave watched our set from the side of the stage and he was like sending us nice. all time. And I was like, that's yeah. so cool because I looked up to them so much as a kid. And so just like that kind of like reassurance is so cool to get. You know what? There's so much love for that band because whenever I ask that question, I include them as the choice i think they always get picked never left out um have any of you guys ever seen a ghost i told you these questions are random absolutely my house from third grade to seventh grade haunted is all fuck <laughs> i've also seen some shit horrendous <laughs> it was like a terrible experience and what? it's so vividly clear as well really you give give, give yeah. a quick example of of one of the occurrences one night shooting and she was like on the oven uh with like she had her cutter out and she was chopping vegetables and i will know this it was so funny in the moment but like we had one of those old school microwaves that it's like you kind of got to give it a pretty hard rip out of the wall to get it to open mm-hmm. and it was completely shut and i remember she was cutting vegetables 
And on a dime, like out of nowhere, the door swung wide open and smacked her so hard in the forehead that it bruised her face. <laughs> but like in the moment, I just, me being a punk ass kid, I started laughing my ass off. And then she yeah. started laughing because the adrenaline was hot. And we we're just like, oh my God, what? Like, that was so funny. And then we we're like, wait, what? Like, how did that just happen? Because it was as if someone had literally thrown the door open into her face. Uh, and from there on for the following three years was just absolute terror as a child. <laughs> Fuck. I feel like we could, we yeah. could have a whole podcast just on that house you lived in. I um, would love to. There's some pretty fucking ridiculous stories I have, to be honest. Let me, I'll fire through like the last couple in case, in case we lose you again, because we're so close to the end. Favorite TV show? Oh, Shark Tank. Gossip Girl. Euphoria. Fa favorite stand-up comedian? Oh, Tom, Tom Segura. Tom Segura right now. <laughs> or Dave Chappelle. I also like Ralphie Mae, but he passed away. And what's the best thing about living in LA? The opportunities. Yeah. I would say hands and down. The babes. <laughs> the beach. The beach is a definite plus side for sure. And finally, oh, uh, what's the best country you visited? And then we'll we will wrap this up. Ooh, I think my favorite is the Netherlands. Amsterdam was sick. Amsterdam's I love the Netherlands. Also, Switzerland purely for the beauty. Uh, beauty. I think the, the nature so far. Yeah, so far the nature. Switzerland's been amazing. I really like the Czech Republic. I'm biased. However. Everywhere, all of Europe. Hey guys, I'll I'll let you go because um, it it was dropping out again there. So uh, I think that's oh. that's the universe telling me. Um, yeah. Beauty school drop out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, guys, thanks so much for doing this. So it's um, right, thank you so much for having us. Appreciate you. Yeah, and um, look forward to having you guys over this way again. And I will catch you next time. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. Cheers, guys. All right, bye.